WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners is applying for a grant to help the local court system process eviction cases. Speaking to commissioners today, Berrien County Judge Donna Howard said the county handles around 2,300 evictions each year and they take up a great deal of staff resources. She says the stresses caused by evictions affect everyone. Because it does affect children who are going to school when they don't have a place to stay or are not sure where they're going to stay. How are they supposed to perform? The Boys and Girls Club can only do so much with helping our students have a good breakfast in the morning and those kind of things. Howard said the Eviction Diversion Initiative grant from the National Center for State Courts would allow the county to bring in a facilitator to help manage all those cases and connect tenants with resources that could keep them in their homes. If they're supposed to go to five different places because there's so many different community resources out there, it's hard to coordinate that. Howard said the local court staffing shortage is added to the problem. Commissioners approved the grant application. The grant would be for two years and would come at no cost to the county. It totals $112,000. The value of property in Berrien County has skyrocketed in the past year. Speaking to Berrien County Commissioners today, Equalization Director Warren Parrish said his office in its annual report has found the county equalized value of property last year rose by about 5.2%. What about this year? This year, 14.31% increase. I don't know for sure, but I want to say that that's the biggest we've ever seen, like ever. Paris said the 14% increase in equalized value of properties this year means taxable value has also gone up by 8%. He said all this is driven by inflation. The board chair, Mac Elliott, noted while increased property values may sound good, there's a problem when that increase is driven by inflation. I and mean, even if people are getting 5% wage increases, inflation's higher, so they're technically getting a pay cut. So it's not a good situation. It's not sustainable, I would say. Parrish said the community with the largest rise in taxable value in the past year has been Benton Harbor. That's due to a commercial rehabilitation certificate expiring on the Whirlpool campus downtown. He said that's meant a big increase in Benton Harbor's tax base. The Berrien County Road Department is hard at work arranging a replacement for a culvert that failed this month in Benton Township. The culvert underneath Point of Woods Drive washed out on April 6, taking out a large section of road with it. Speaking to county commissioners today, County Administrator Brian DeSette said an alternate route has been arranged for about 14 homes nearby. The road department's been working actively with the, the homeowners as well as the golf course to ensure easy access to the homes as the culvert is out of drivable condition. Staff at Roads have let me know that the state of Michigan through uh, the former DEQ, now Eagle, has agreed to allow a temporary roadway, temporary culvert to be placed. DeSet said this will enable the residents to reach their homes and allow public safety vehicles in. They're using golf cart paths to get through. DeSet said a resolution is coming soon for the road to be repaired. The culvert failure resulted in an 18 to 25 foot gap in the road, making it impassable for vehicles and pedestrians. Actor and comedian Jordan Klepper sat in as the host of The Daily Show on Comedy Central Wednesday night and paid a visit to his home state of Michigan. He also interviewed Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Among the topics they discussed were beer and red flag laws, which were, are awaiting the governor's signature. There's a big hunting culture here in Michigan, and you're about to pass some, some big gun control measures here. Uh, what do you say to the gun owners here who still really, really want to kill deer? You don't need fancy words. You don't need any gimmicks. You can still hunt and enjoy. You can still be a lawful gun owner. Most gun owners believe that there should be background checks and safe storage. 
Klepper was born in Kalamazoo and is a graduate of Kalamazoo College. Whitmer said many states have similar laws, including Indiana and Virginia. Klepper and Whitmer met at Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo. The Whirlpool Foundation is funding a Get IT Summit for Berrien County girls next week. Around 150 to 180 girls from the 9th through 12th grade will be at Lake Michigan College's Mendel Center from 8.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. on Tuesday to talk tech and work on IT projects. The Whirlpool Foundation is working with the Michigan Council of Women and Technology on the event. The foundation says it will provide high school girls with insights into technology innovations, technology careers, and technology education options, as well as the opportunity to build skills needed for college and careers. The girls come from eight Berrien County schools, with 95 of the attendees coming from Benton Harbor. Whirlpool's global IT organization is supporting the event with more than 30 Whirlpool volunteers. The company notes women are underrepresented in the tech workforce, making up just a third of the workforce in science, tech, engineering, and math. A bipartisan bill has passed in the Michigan Senate that would repeal a 100-year-old state law that makes it a crime for unmarried couples to live together. Nine Republicans voted against the bill this week. They included State Senator Ed McBroom of the Upper Peninsula. Government exists to provide for the general welfare by protecting people from evil and danger and by promoting the common good. The repeal of this law is not a promotion of the common good. Cohabitation has been consistently shown to decrease the resilience and permanence of marriage and to decrease the potential that marriage happens at all. Meanwhile, marriage has been consistently shown to be the gold standard by which a stable society is maintained. The law has not been enforced, so supporters say it was time to take it off the books. Opponents of repealing it say that will allow people to cheat on their taxes by claiming someone as a dependent. Set for May 1st is the 16th annual Region 4 Area Agency on Aging Legislative Forum. The area agency's Alexandra Newman tells us the organization invites lawmakers to come and speak with seniors about issues of importance to them every year. So what's on everyone's minds? There's quite a bit of a direct care workforce shortage right now. That's due in part to the pandemic, and we want to focus on that. That's one of the topics. They can be supported in in more legislation and care and time focused on supporting these workers because they're so important to caring for that older population in our community. Newman said local lawmakers have shown themselves to be receptive to the message of seniors and their advocates. On hand for the May 1st event will be State Representatives Joey Andrews, Pauline Wenzel, Brad Paquette, and Steve Cara. There will also be office reps of State Senators Eric Nesbitt and Jonathan Lindsay. The forum will be from 2 to 3.30 p.m. at the Campus for Creative Aging in St. Joseph. Everyone's invited. And Vilwalks Outdoor Living in Berrien Springs has unveiled a massive new garden center greenhouse and outdoor tree nursery. Located along M139, about a mile from the U.S. 31, the 24,000-square-foot greenhouse is impossible to miss. It's loaded with everything from vegetables and flowers to fertilizer and pesticides. We caught up with owner Mike Vilwak, who says the expansion's been in the plans since he bought the property in 2017. We opened as an outdoor power equipment dealer, which we still are, but the ultimate long-term plan was to solidify our footprint in the garden center world with retail greenhouses. But don't compare him to one of the big box stores. The big box stores dabble in plants, but we're much more than that. I feel like there's not a lot of comparison. Phil Walk says he wants the store to be a one-stop shop for all the people's outdoor needs, as well as a base of knowledge for the community. You can find our full story at WSJM.com. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report.
WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. President Biden today convened the fourth virtual leader-level meeting of the Major Economies Forum, or the MEF, on energy and climate. Biden announced plans to increase U.S. funding to help developing countries fight climate change and curb deforestation in Brazil's Amazon rainforest, as well as American contributions to the Green Climate Fund. More from ABC's Karen Travers. President Biden called on some of the world's largest economies to step up their ambitions when it comes to climate action. Seems to me we have to recommit ourselves to action while still... Oh, we still have the time. The president said the world is already seeing the consequences of inaction, more severe drought, more floods, rising sea levels and rising global temperatures. With the right commitment and follow through from every nation on the, in this room and this, on this call, the goal of limiting warming to 1.5 degrees can stay within reach. But it's going to take all of us. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. In suburban Detroit, it was a lost 14-year-old looking for directions. In Kansas City, it was a 16-year-old who went to the wrong house to pick up his younger brothers. Then there was a 12-year-old rummaging around in a yard in small-town Alabama, a 20-year-old woman who found herself in the wrong driveway in upstate New York, and the cheerleaders who got into the wrong car in Texas. All of them and dozens more across America were met with gunfire. In the United States, strangers are often seen as threats and fear has been politicized. Now, simple acts like ringing the wrong doorbell can seem like a fateful question of trust. House Republicans have passed a bill that would prohibit transgender women and girls from taking part in female sports. More from ABC's Jay O'Brien. The Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act was passed along a party line vote, not a single Democrat in favor of it. After the vote, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy said it was a, quote, great day for Americans, for fairness, for families, and most importantly, for female athletes. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, meanwhile, slammed the bill, saying Republicans were trying to sensationalize an issue that, quote, doesn't really exist in the way that they are falsely portraying. The bill likely to have a rocky path going forward in a Democrat-controlled Senate. Jay O'Brien, ABC News. This time it's for real. Many of Twitter's high-profile users have lost their blue check marks that help to verify their identity and distinguish them from imposters on the Elon Musk-owned social media platform. After several false starts, Twitter started making good on its promise today to remove the blue check marks from accounts that don't pay a monthly fee to keep them. Twitter had about 300,000 verified users under the original blue check system, many of them journalists, athletes, and public figures. All eyes are on the Supreme Court, which is expected to issue a ruling tomorrow that will have a direct effect on millions of American women's access to abortion medication. What will happen Friday at the Supreme Court? The answer to that question will have a direct impact on Americans' access to mifepristone, the abortion pill. In a ruling Wednesday, Justice Samuel Alito extended the court's deadline to the end of the week to decide if the pill should be kept available while a larger legal case continues into the FDA's approval of the drug. That case is expected to take weeks or even months. Jay O'Brien, ABC News. The Oakland A's are sending strong signals that they're planning a move to Las Vegas, as we hear from ABC's Alex Stone. After years of political fights for a new stadium in Oakland or in San Jose, the A's appear to have had enough. Their lease of their ancient Oakland Coliseum is up next year. Now the team announcing it has entered into a $1 billion stadium deal to buy a 49-acre plot near the Las Vegas Strip. At sports apparel stores in Las Vegas, they've been loving the rumors that they could get a Major League Baseball team. Brett Fitzgerald is at Uniform Sports. Yeah, we're ready to have new new teams represent Vegas. The new stadium would be near Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. They also used to be in Oakland. Alex Stone, EBC News. 
SpaceX's giant new rocket exploded minutes after blasting off on its first test flight and crashed into the Gulf of Mexico today. Elon Musk's company was aiming today to send the Starship on a round-the-world trip from the southern tip of Texas near the Mexican border. The biggest and most powerful rocket ever built carried no people or satellites. SpaceX plans to use Starship to send people and cargo to the moon and ultimately Mars. A stuck valve scrapped Monday's try. Throngs of spectators watched from several miles away from the Boca China Beach launch site, which was off-limits. And which movies are people most excited about for this upcoming summer? ABC's Jason Nathanson takes a look. Looks like moviegoers can't wait to go back into the Spider-Verse. How am I supposed to save the whole world? Miles Morales doesn't have to save the whole world, just the summer box office. The sequel Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse voted the most anticipated movie of the summer in a poll by online movie ticket seller Fandango. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 finished second, The Flash in third. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which was voted Fandango's most anticipated movie of the year, isn't considered an official summer release. It's out May 5th. 81% of those polled said they plan to see three or more movies in theaters this summer. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood.